Good morning. It's Monday, June 25th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Islamist has declared Egypt's president. Strapped cities see advertising as new lifeline, and White House is relieved but still watchful. In this morning's national headlines, documents show trail of deception on Celebrex. Backers see new hope for gay marriage in Maine, and officials sees no evidence of a cover-up in gun case. In today's business headlines, Euro leaders face pressure to deliver action. Smash owes renewal to power of TV playback, and new rules on government pension funds seek to improve disclosure. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Cairo, Islamist has declared Egypt's president. Egypt's military rulers on Sunday recognized Mohamed Morsi of the Muslim Brotherhood as the winner of Egypt's first competitive presidential election, handing the Islamists a symbolic triumph and a potent weapon in their struggle for power against the country's top generals. Morsi, 60, an American-trained engineer and former lawmaker, is the first Islamist elected as head of an Arab state. He becomes Egypt's fifth president and the first from outside the military. But his victory, 16 months after the military took over on the ouster of Hosni Mubarak, is an ambiguous milestone in Egypt's promised transition to democracy. Following a week of doubt, delays, and fears of a coup, the generals showed a measure of respect for at least some elements of democracy, by accepting the election of a political opponent over their ally, former General Ahmad Shafiq. Today, you are the source of power, as the whole world sees, Morsi said, pointing into the television camera. Morsi's status as president-elect, however, does little to resolve the larger standoff between the generals and the brotherhood over the institutions of government and the future constitution. Two weeks before June 30th, their promised date to hand over power, the generals instead shut down the democratically elected and Islamist-led parliament, took over its powers to make laws and set budgets, decreed an interim constitution stripping the incoming president of most of his powers, and reimposed martial law by authorizing soldiers to arrest civilians. In the process, the generals gave themselves, in effect, a veto over provisions of a planned permanent constitution. For much of Sunday, the capital was tense with apprehension that the Mubarak-appointed judges overseeing the election might annul the ballot count and declare Shafiq president, completing a full military coup. Banks, schools, and government offices closed early for fear of violence. Tens of thousands of Brotherhood supporters and their allies against military rule gathered in Tahrir Square for the sixth day of a sit-in, demanding the military roll back its power grab. Hushed crowds gathered around portable transistor radios to hear the election commissioner's rambling introduction to the official result. They leapt to their feet and erupted in joy when it finally came. Morsi had won 51.7% of the runoff vote. Morsi! Morsi! the crowd in Tahrir Square chanted, down, down with military rule. Smiling riot police put down their helmets to exchange congratulations with bearded protesters. Brotherhood supporters streamed in, swelling the crowd to 100,000 by nightfall. Fireworks were set off, and vendors hawked cotton candy or threw pieces of fruit into the crowd.